planet is heating up. People are restless. And the rich run everything. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be broadcast over the next hour live on Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, welcome to the show. We have Zoe Norton Lodge and your handsome. My name is Dom Knight. Today, we're going to k- take a look at bizarre Macca's items from around the world as we prepare to welcome back the El Macco. The latest on that bizarre ferry crash with the guy falling asleep and what has Pete Evans been up to? But first of all, the lockout laws are on the way out. We heard on the news, Jan 14, we can drink late again. Except in King's Cross, which is still dead. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I mean, is this an admission that they were a terrible idea from the from the New South Wales government? A little bit. No, they were a great idea for the for the five years that they were in or whatever, Zoe, and now suddenly they're a terrible idea. Get with the program. I know. I feel a little bit bad because because I don't go out because I'm really boring. I don't mm. it has had no zero impact on me whatsoever. Yeah, me neither. I think I think <laughs> yeah. once I wanted to go into a venue. Uh, after one thirty and couldn't get in. Um, but yeah, me too. Mm. I was in favour of them, actually, because it made the rest of uh, Sydney, <laughs> in, brought them into line with my life. That's true. We you were know. all Andrew Hansons for several years. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they've tried to claim that the problem solved. So, like, we've all learnt. We've all learnt our lesson. We won't be doing late-night shenanigans anymore. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure that's going to work out. Well, oh, no, I'm look, very glad it, you know. I mean, look, it, it is for the best. Look, I'm I'm actually very glad for for a different reason, which is that you guys know that, remember the new, the new Star Wars is going to be made in Sydney? Oh, yeah, Fox Studios, yeah. Yeah, and look, I mean, that could have gone a very different way if it was filmed when the lockout wars, laws were still in place. Whoa, this Sydney cantina is full of weird alien characters. I can identify all the Sydney types for you, Master Luke. Those blonde ones are social influencers from Bondi. The seedy ones there are real estate agents. And that massive dickhead is Selim Mahaja. Or possibly Jar Jar Binks. I like the music. Where's it coming from? Those speakers? All Sydney's live musicians were sent to the spice mines of Kessel. Hey! They're kind of not welcome in a Sydney cantina. What? Your droids, they have to wait outside. Unless they're poker machines, in which case they're very welcome. R2, can you switch to Queen of the Nile mode? It's 10 o'clock. Everyone has to wait outside. Why? Because the lockout laws mean this cantina is now closed. I haven't felt so disappointed since the Phantom Menace. On the upside, R2 just paid out. Radio Chaser. On Triple M. Concrete Blonde on uh, Triple M. That's Joey. Hey, uh, Zoe and Andrew, I've just thought of what to give my family for Christmas. I'm going to give them the Radio Chaser podcast every episode uh, on a thumb drive. It's free. Oh, it's free. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you're, I, I'm so jealous of your family. Yeah, you can download it for free anywhere you oh. get podcasts. Yeah, for your daughter mm. as well. Yeah, she'll so love she'll it when she can one and a half. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh, oh lucky girl. Heirloom. Topical yeah. comedy. Yeah, really. It's not going to age at all. Yeah. Except on the, mantel sh- on the mantelpiece. Yeah. You know, speaking of Christmas, Tommy, you've got to be a bit, bit careful, though, with your Christmas gifts. You better mm. make sure that that USB stick is the right weight. What? Because uh, I don't know. I just want to run this past you. See what you guys think. There's ham police out. <laughs> ham, ham weight police. Really? This is a real thing. There, there is apparently a group of people called the National Measurement Institute, mm. and they're, they're, they're kind of like a crack team of police operatives who specify, who specially go around to shops and measure hams. To make sure that they're the right weight. Sorry. Or that they're the weight that they say they are. Are they are they actual police? Look, I don't know if they wear uniforms or if they you know dress up as uh, as pigs or, or I, I don't know how it works exactly, but 
Um, but is it like, a, is this a government thing or is this some people off their own that yeah, have vigilante. decided to, yeah. <laughs> Not vigilante, like sort of, <laughs> yeah. um, Charles Bronson, you mean, sort of going around yeah. measuring hands and shooting <laughs> the person if he's not up the right way. Speaking of Charles, I think that'd be very useful actually if they inspected at the gym because Charles reckons he can bench press, I don't know, 20 or 30 kilos. I'd like to really go and just check he's actually not lifting polystyrene weights or yeah, something. Yeah, just sitting there eating 30 kilos of ham that yeah, yeah, being correctly that measured. Sus. Yeah, it does sound sus. Um, no, no, I think I think it's a government thing, Zoe. I think really? It's, a, it's an actual, yeah, yeah. Like I think I think our tax dollars are going to, to police hams. That's good. I mean, aren't people like waiting in the foyers of emergency wards and not getting seen by medical professionals and yet we're... Measuring ham? Well, yeah. It's an outrage. Well, I think it's possible. It'd be good if they all retrade as paramedics. I agree. But in the meantime, why not? Why? I mean, why not go around and weigh quarter pounder with cheeses? Is that quarter pound plus the Ooh. cheese or including the cheese? That's what I want to know. Good idea. I mean, maybe we need the quarter pounder police onto this onto this as well. I mean, look, the problem for me, I feel, is that, is that how dare these ham weight police really go around basically body shaming hams <laughs> for not being the ideal weight. I mean, as if hams don't have enough to worry about. God, it, you know, even worse, they're now lining up legs of ham to measure, measure the thigh gap. <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace. Radio Chaser Triple M. 104.9 Sydney's Triple M with you two. Have you seen, if you saw them on the weekend, it's now time to stop talking about you two, by the way. It's past time. We get it. It was a good gig, all right? Radio Chaser here. <laughs> So, I don't know, have you guys seen this story um, in the news? It's been in the news last couple of days about a, a Sydney ferry master who was sacked. Uh, he claims unfairly. He took it to the unfair dismissals court or tribunal, whatever. Um, uh, do you know what he did to get sacked? What did he do? Uh, he fell asleep uh, driving the ferry. Well, it's probably pretty boring in his defence. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. what do you reckon? Do you reckon that's fair play or. Look, I mean, it's not as if these are long, you know, these ferries don't sort of drive from Melbourne to Sydney, do they? I mean, they just pop across the harbour. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess. I mean, yeah, maybe it is pretty boring. It's just sea to look at. Would you? I mean, how would you feel if you're on the ferry, you're having a look around, you see huh? your ferry masters just having a catching a few Z's? Well, either either I'd be just fine because it's obviously not very dangerous and it's all right, or I'd be absolutely petrified. Yeah. Probably the latter. Mm. I mean, look, to be fair to him, like, I think he was actually just trying to fit in with, like, the Sydney public transport system in oh, general. And, yeah. you know, if you take a listen to his job interview before he took on the, took on the role, it kind of all makes sense. Uh, come in, come in. Now, tell me, what sets you above the other candidates for the role of ferry master? Uh, well, I have my ferry licence. Okay. I love the harbour and talking to customers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And being punctual is quite important to me. OK, I'll stop you there. Now, Sydney is a very special city. Oh, indeed. And the people of Sydney have, well, certain expectations when it comes to public transport. Well, of course. It's important that the public transport experience in Sydney has certain qualities such as broken air conditioning systems being overcrowded stopping mid-journey for no reason you know qualities which induce maximum anxiety in all passengers now the buses and trains are particularly good at this and it is our kpi that by 2025 the ferries of sydney will be as useless as our land roving counterparts i see in light of that what can you bring to the table well i suppose i could um Fall asleep while driving the ferry? Welcome aboard. Radio Chaser. Triple M.
Yes, and thanks to the Lock Outlaws for coming on board. They've only got funding till uh, Jan 14 <laughs> when they disappear forever, so uh, good to have them on board. Now, uh, Zoe and Andrew, I hope you like cockroaches. Uh, because the oh, good yeah. news... I mean, of course, God. everyone likes cockroaches, Tom. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a cute animal segment you've got prepared. Absolutely. Yeah, the little fun-loving friends that we have. Um, apparently, cockroach populations, quoting news.com.au, are set to explode across Australia ahead of uh, summer, all thanks to the lovely weather conditions we've been having, all the heat. They they love breeding in this weather, cockroaches. It just gets them absolutely G'd up. Oh, God. And they're I, everywhere. Oh, to be dummy. honest, I don't really like I don't really like talking about cockroaches. It's quite really? triggering for me because I have had a really bad experience with a with a with a cockroach. Oh. <laughs> so Ooh, I you. was like yeah, I was like watching a movie at home, had all the lights off and like I had a chocolate. I won't say what brand. Unwrapped it. I took a big bite out of it. And I was like, oh, Crunchy. I was like, oh, has it got hazelnuts or something? That wasn't a crunchy. Oh. Clearly. Yeah, no, it wasn't crunchy. I was like, oh, oh. it's like hazelnut. I didn't, I didn't realize something like that. And mm. then I um, turned on the light. I'd bitten a cockroach in half. Where oh. the filling was supposed to be, there was a cockroach, and I had oh. bit it in half. Oh. But which half did you get? The the the, the head or the well, bad I don't, half? Do you know? I'm not a hundred percent sure because it was so kind of cemented, like fossilized within the chocolate. I could just see the uh, the you know the midsection. Oh. Well, so I don't know if I had eaten the. I've never eaten a cockroach before, so I don't know if I'd eaten the head that, or the or the butt or. It, it does sound terrifying and gross, but on the other side, uh, experts do say we should be eating more insects. It's a good source of protein. Great. I mean, but, yeah, I don't know. It was, I don't oh. know. I wouldn't do it again. I'll give it zero stars <laughs> in my you? culinary is, is review of cockroaches. <laughs> it's a true, Zoe. They say that chocolate can mask the flavour of anything. Um, yeah. Well, look, I mean, to be really honest with you, like when I had, before I turned on the lights, I thought I was eating, I thought it was hazelnuts. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, poor person. Why is it your life that's so bad? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. One, triple, three, five, three. Do you have a cockroach horror story? Oh, everyone in Sydney's got one. One, triple, three, five, three. What is your cockroach horror story? And look, just as an extra incentive, uh, if sharing your story on the radio wasn't enough, I have here two tickets to Lenny Kravitz live at the Kudos Bank Arena. He's playing Friday the 3rd of April. You can get tickets from Ticketek if you really want, or you can call 13353 and tell us your cockroach horror story. Sydney's Triple M, 13353 is the number. We are after your cockroach horror stories because Zoe managed to eat one when the lights are off during a movie. Yeah, it was awful, and I, I want to feel better by hearing how other people feel bad. It makes me feel better because I'm a bad person. Graham, mm. tell me your horror story. Uh, Graham... Yes, indeed. Graham. With a bunch of mates. You there? Yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, start again, man. Yeah, we're camping with a bunch of mates, and this cockroach launched itself at my head. What? And buried in my... He launched at me, attacked me. And what? buried in my ear. No. I'm serious. Buried oh. in your ear? Oh. In my ear. And at 2 o'clock in the morning, we had to go to the hospital and get it taken out. He buried himself in my ear. It's not good at all. Oh. Is that like an earworm? Yeah, or like, I mean, a really uh, cheap earplug, maybe. Maybe it was. I mean, look, that is um, that is horrible. The thought of a cockroach launching at your face and deliberately burring into your ear. Oh, that's dear. really, I mean, you know, you probably can't go to Lenny Kravitz. We won't be able to hear after that. Let's see who's next. Who's, where's Ben? Ben, what's your horror story? G'day, mate. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. Tell us about your awful cockroach story. Mate, I was, uh, I was, I was nearly two years old and um, I was asleep. I woke up. And I had a three-inch cockroach over my eye, and that was oh. the first time I figured out what a cockroach was. No. So now I'm mm. six foot four, hundred and twenty kilos, and terrified of the little things. 
Oh my goodness! So we have cockroaches destroying our our main senses. Yeah. <laughs> ears and eyes. Ears and eyes. Next. That's that's horrible. What about Sue? What's your what's your horrible cockroach story? Sue. Hey guys, how are you going? Good, thanks. Good. Um, my husband and I we ordered a pizza. I'm not allowed to tell you who we ordered it from. Oh. But anyway, it was we had three pizzas plus the garlic bread, and we were munching away with the garlic bread and the first pizza. And we opened up the second box, and there's a cockroach running around in the pizza box. And had you ordered? Had you asked for extra cockroach on your pizza? Oh, we did. did. Oh, okay. Oh, well, fair's fair. That's disgusting. That's truly disgusting. I'm very, I'm very sorry. That's that's close to my heart with my chocolate story. I've had some pizzas that would have been improved by a cockroach. But anyway, who's next, Zoe? Yeah, next we have uh, Luke. Luke from Smithfield. What's your horror story? We moved into this house once, and um, when we first moved in, what we've seen a heap of cockroaches around. And we oh yeah, we'll just spray around. Hopefully they'll go. Anyway, they started to go, but we let the dogs in. One of the dogs had chased one up into this like kitchen section, and it's grabbed the corner of the lino, ripped the lino open. When it ripped the lino up, there's just thousands of cockroaches and a thousand cockroach eggs all riddled right through this whole place, like all underneath this lino. Good you know, work, doggy. So there's like the foundations yeah. of the house were in fact cockroaches. <laughs> Yeah, there was just a thousand cockroach eggs all through the place. I mean, you know, it could be the way of the future. Maybe that's how we should fix the development issues in Sydney. Let's use cockroaches instead of cladding or whatever we're doing that's bad. Oh, great. <laughs> what about um, what about Owen? What, what's your story, mate? This is a dead set true story. The other night, I'm always up through the night being an older person, gone out for a durry, I'm in the birthday suit, come back in through the through the laundry, Cockroach jumps on my left buttock, and as I've clipped him off, I've just smashed him all over my arm. Oh! <laughs> so I had to go and get a tea towel from the closet and wipe it all off before I got back into bed. I love. But, <laughs> Do you know that would be that would be a really good elaborate excuse if your missus is like, "Oh, have you had a bit of an accident, man?" He's like, "No, no, no, it's just cockroach I swear it's smeared. Cockroach. cockroach has That's been great. smeared all over my butt." Oh, oh my goodness. Stuff. All right, Zoe, lots of great stories there. Someone oh. is going to Lenny Kravitz live at the Kudos Bank Arena. He's playing Friday the 3rd of April. Tickets oh. are at ticketech.com.au. Or this person's going. Who's going? Oh, I well, I mean, it has to be Cockroach Butt, doesn't yeah, it? Cockroach Owen. Butt. Yes. Congratulations, Owen. You're off to Lenny Kravitz, mate. Well done. I was really worried this morning, uh, Domi and Zoe, because I checked the news, mm. and guess what? There were no stories about the celebrity chef Pete Evans in the news. Oh. None. Are you sure? I mean, what kind of day is that? How is that like, possible? I know, it's just not possible because every single day yeah. the, the news is always full of like whatever Pete Evans is feeding to his kids. Yeah. Has he died? Oh, no, that'd be in the news. Oh, no, well, I, look, he, no, he certainly doesn't die. I, I, I don't mm. think so because they, they would have mentioned maybe that he, he was feeding you know, his own dead bone marrow or something to his family. God mm. knows. I mean, you know, look, I, I was really worried about it. Uh, but luckily, he's filled us in, he's still with us, and he's still doing weird stuff. Hi, it's marrow-munching, almond-activating celebrity chef Pete Evans here. Aren't you glad to hear from me yet again? Not really, mate. Just wanted to reassure you in case you were panicking because you hadn't heard what strange kind of biomass I fed my kids this morning. I know people get a bit worried if the news misses a day of reporting whatever caveman recipe I'm shoveling into my kids' throats at any given minute, but rest assured today is just like any other day and I am indeed feeding my kids something very weird that you need not know about and is not in the public interest. Yeah, I don't need to know this, mate. 
Today it's turtle shells. Not interested. Boiled in the animal's own blood. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, I get it. You don't need to hear about me every second of the day. Look, I better hand you over to my friend instead. Hi, it's Israel Falau. Just want to update you about my latest obscure sermon in case the news forgot to. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Yeah, Dommy, have you uh, gotten yourself an El Maco by any chance yet? No, are they back? I hadn't heard. They're back, they're back. The El Maco is making a return. Look, I don't know if it's out today. It's coming. Uh, yeah, what about the spicy shaker fries? Yeah, where you, where you put the fries in a in a bag and then pour a whole lot of uh, good stuff over the top. Flavoured salt. Yeah, <laughs> and shake it all up. It's it's quite the experience. It's the authentic Mexican experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is taken taken straight from Mexico City. I've, I've been there. That's all they eat is El Maco burgers. They just eat El Maco burgers, don't they, all, the whole time? Uh, <laughs> well, look, I thought I wanted to, I'd take you guys on a trip uh, a trip around the world, uh, and, and and we can sample some of the menu items that Macca's offers in different places around the world. Because you know, I mean, we're lucky enough to have this Mexican treat here in Australia. Uh, but what in Italy, things are even better, I reckon, over there because they've got a thing called a croc. <laughs> croc. <laughs> can, you, can you guess what a croc is? Is it like a croc monsieur? Uh, it's a crocodile, oh, surely. Pretty close. Pretty. Co- it's not a crocodile. I think it's closer to a croc monsieur, except this is Italy, so right. it's, it'll be a croc, you know, Don Corleone or something. It's it's brie. It's actually it's weirdly it's a it's a triangle of brie cheese. Uh, which has been deep fried in crumbs. Wow! Oh, yeah. that's amazing. I want. Yeah, I want that one. I know. I want that one immediately. Would you want this one, Zoe? In Malaysia, would you want a Berber? I am McDi. Yeah, that's you would, Dommy. I definitely sounds amazing. What do you, what do you reckon? I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's chicken on top of something. What do you Berber, reckon? I am McDi. It's in Malaysia. Is it yeah, on fried chicken rice? on top of? No, Is it on top ch- of further chicken? <laughs> oh, that'd Double be down. good. No, I think KFC did that. No, it's chicken on top of porridge. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's enthusiastic that I was at first, actually. Yeah, are you still, are you still keen, Dommy? No, no. Right. Um, how about this one? Like, you know the sausage and egg McMuffin? Mm. Of course. Well, if you go to Hong Kong Maccas, uh, <laughs> if you can fight your way through to get there, you can get sausage and egg twisty pasta. Amazing. And, oh. Yeah. It's like spiral-shaped pasta in a bowl with just a sausage, like a sausage McMuffin patty on top. Oh. Yeah. So it's just like pasta where the, where the, where the helpful muffin that would really help you eat it would be. You've just got loose pasta. <laughs> yeah, you've got loose pasta oh, under, a, under right. a patty. But it's a big patty on top of it. That's, yeah, just, yeah. Um, that's just doesn't make any sense. That's an affront yeah. to, the, to, the, to yeah. the McDonald's. Empire. I'll tell you what, throw one at a cop in a protest and it will go down very well. <laughs> I'll take you to Germany. Now, um, you know, they've got one thing. You know they like sausages in Germany. Don't they? How many sausages do you think they managed to squeeze into one burger? <laughs> it's called the Nern Burger. The Nern Burger. I reckon four. Oh, Dommy, you, actually, no. You, you're pretty close. Three. Three? There are three full sausages lying next oh to each God. other in the Nern Burger. Dangling out of the burger. Looks absolutely amazing. And uh, look, finally, I just want to take you to the USA, USA Maccas, where you Mm. can get this obscene construction with a mind-boggling number of unnecessary patties and buns. It's called a Big Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Triple M, Radio Chaser. 
Cat's pajamas or cat's piss? Now look, uh, Andrew and Zoe, great news. I want you to tell me if it's, if it's cat's pajamas, good or cat's piss, bad. Uh, a new trend is out, and one woman says it is more energising than a morning coffee. Perineum sunning, uh, exposing oh. basically your undercarriage. Let's put it in those terms to the rays of the sun. Uh, t- I use for thirty seconds. Apparently, thirty seconds of sun down there gives you healthier libido, deeper sleep, boosts creativity, supercharges your focus, and more balanced hormone functions. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It's like a suppository. Suppository of, of sunlight, of, of vitamin D, like just straight, straight up there. Oh, that's the, that's the quickest way to get it in, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I know, but it kind of gives the lie to the old expression, Zoe, about where the sun doesn't shine. People <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it open, it, it will. I suppose. Well, I guess that's what Hare was singing about. Would let the sun shine in. Oh dear, no, it's cat's piss. Like if Why? we were designed to that, for that, we would have been built upside down. <laughs> so conservative, Andrew. So conservative. You need little hats, little perineum hats, to protect ourselves from the sun. Yes, and little sun sunnies. <laughs> yeah, no perineum hat, no play. They'll say at school. <laughs> I, I I get sunburnt very easily, and I've got to say, of all the places I've been sunburnt on, buddy, that's the one place I haven't. So oh, you wouldn't want to be sunburnt there. Imagine, imagine getting a. Imagine I mean, getting would a you even be able to off. tell with all the whatever? Because oh, I don't want to talk about. It. Imagine the peeling. Oh, no. So slip, slop, slap. Yep. On your perineum. Very, very good. On your- <laughs> All right. And slip, slop, slap on your flaps. We've got, oh, we've got God. 25 seconds left. Shall we oh, just spend it on the perineum? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I mean, do you Let's think you'd stop. use a heat lamp? Would you no. get the same benefits? Oh, like a solarium. Yeah, like solarium. At the tiniest solarium in the world, <laughs> the just, to, just to hover over <laughs> for 30 seconds. Look, I'd love to keep discussing this, but unfortunately, Kennedy Malloy is coming up next. This is 104.9 Cities, Triple M, Radio Chaser, back tomorrow from 3. Catch you then.